Hey, what's up, everybody? Like the episode. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Ryan, what should they do? They should like and subscribe. Man. Like and subscribe. Kirby Smart wants you to like and subscribe to this episode. Kirby Smart. He called me today and said, Trinan, I am very, I want you to like and subscribe. I really do. What do you think about that? That doesn't convince me, though. Did anyone else call you? Brent Venables. Now I'm in. I'll like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Sam Pittman will come on this show. Sam Pittman. If you like and subscribe. And we get enough people. And, you know, uh, we want, you know, we do a lot of stuff here. And, you know, we get Sam Pittman on the show. That's a promise. Sam Pittman and Ryan's cousin. Ryan's cousin and Sam Pittman are going to come on the show. If you like the video. You share the video and you subscribe to the video and turn on that bell for notifications. So you're notified every time the TNR sports show is uploaded, uploaded, Ryan uploaded, upload, upload it, uploaded, 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 uploaded. All right. Like and subscribe. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the TNR sports show. The First ever TNR Sports Show uh, since after a national championship game. It's true. No, it's not. Well, uh, technically, every episode since the last episode was after a national championship game. Yeah. But we didn't cover the national championship game when we existed last time. It was over by that point. So there wasn't much to talk about. So now we're sitting here at the TNR Sports Show about to talk about the great national championship game we had with a great winner. Of course, I was right. I picked Georgia. Ryan was so wrong. He picked Alabama. Everybody knew it. How embarrassing for him. Um, Alabama-Georgia recap. Georgia wins the national championship. Curry Smart finally breaks breaks the barrier and beats Nikki Saban. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the national championship game, and how, how exciting was that? I wouldn't call it exciting. I would. Um, but uh, it, was, it was a it was a good game um, defensively. Um, sure. And if you like defense, it was a fantastic game. Yeah. I think there were two actual offensive touchdowns the entire game. Um, but yeah, I mean it was a good game. Georgia won. They they played better. They deserve it. They won. They that played game. better specifically in the fourth quarter. I would say Alabama probably. I bet they were. Close. I would say they were even up until the fourth quarter. I agree. It was pretty even until the fourth. And then, you know, Stetson got a touchdown, and then the pick six sealed it. Yeah, the pick six was all over the crying at that point. Um, It kind of felt like Georgia was going to pull away even without the pick six, but the pick six just kind of ended. Everybody knew it was over. Even the Alabama people knew it was over. Um, Yeah, the game was very good. I enjoyed it. I always enjoy good college football. It's better than a blowout, so we've gotten those two years in a row. So I will take what we can get at this point. Um, Alabama fatigue is real. I'm happy to see them lose. Ryan was cheering hard for Alabama dominance. He was worried about a Georgia stealing their recruits, but didn't realize Alabama is going to steal your recruits too. So yeah, Alabama's going to get them regardless, but still, exactly. you know, I would rather see Nick Saban lose. He wins so frequently. It's not good for the sport of college football. If Nick Saban wins and wins and wins and wins. He needs to lose every other year. So next year he can win, but this year uh, I just couldn't take it. I just was not into it this year. Um, I wanted to see different, I wanted to see a change. We finally got that change, um, and, and that came in the light of Georgia. I thought overall the game was very good. I thought um, 
Defensively, it was obviously a defensive struggle up until about late in the third quarter when it kind of opened up a little bit. Georgia got about a one-point lead. I believe it was 19-18. to um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, <clears throat> but um, I think overall, Georgia did what they needed to do. Um, I think they took advantage of Alabama's um, what I took it to the, the whole breakdown from this whole game, I think comes down to two things. And by two things, I mean, two people, Jamison Williams and John Mechie. If you look back at the SEC championship game and the, if you look back at everything that happened, I think one of the big outliers from this game is going to be, people are going to say that in the SEC championship game, Alabama was to spread George out. They were able to spread them out. So they exposed the secondary. What do you do when that's taken away? Because your two weapons, and I get that Alabama's loaded with wide receivers, and they had competent wide receivers. But once you lost Jamison Williams, you lost the ability to really spread the field out. Georgia's cornerbacks maybe not be, be maybe or maybe are not better than the two best wide receivers probably coming out of the NFL draft right now, other than maybe Ohio State and Trey Lovenberg's guy. But other than that, Jamison Williams pretty good, and uh, John Mechie. You know, and you look at the the two that, you know, what happened. When you lose those two guys, it hurts Alabama because they're not able to take advantage of what Georgia's weakness is, and that's wide open gaps if you have two star caliber wide receivers running across the field going crazy. And I think that's what ended up hurting Alabama the, um, the most. It's losing that ability to spread the ball around. They hadn't run the ball all year. And, you know, I think Georgia was defined in several ways in this game you look at Georgia, you know, you know, all year they just bam, 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 killed everybody. And then, you know, Alabama on the flip side, you know, had a lot of competent close games. You know, you look at Auburn, Arkansas, Texas A&M, Yachty, Florida, and you look at those games, right? And they're like, oh, man, those are close. I think in the SEC championship game, you could almost argue that Georgia was lulled to sleep and they hadn't had that fourth quarter romp yet. You know, that big fourth quarter battle where, you know, they struggled and Alabama had. So they knew what they had to do. So when it came down to the fourth quarter, Georgia couldn't do anything. And, you know, I think in this game, it flipped because Georgia had that experience and they were mad. You could just tell there was an anger to them. They wanted to beat Alabama. They wanted to finally get this done, and they did it. You know, and Georgia gets their first national championship since, what, 1980, I believe? 1980. It's been a minute, yeah. Um, But I think overall, I was impressed by Georgia's effort. I was – you know, Stetson Bennett is who Stetson Bennett is. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, is he the greatest Georgia, back quarter, Georgia quarterback in history? No. Is he the one to win the national championship? Yes. Um, I still think Matthew Stafford was probably the best Georgia quarterback. <laughs> um, at least he had the best NFL career so far, by far. Um, but, you know, it's hard to say, you know, but I just think Stetson Bennett, you could make your arguments one way or the other. Um, but at the end of the day, Georgia did stick to their identity, ran the ball. And, you know, at the end of the day, that won them the football game. Brian, any other thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was a huge win for Georgia. Um, they'll probably be up there in the conversation next year. They'll probably make the playoffs next year. I don't know if they'll win it, but um, huge win for them. See what they do next. I think Georgia, I mean, I hear rumors all the time, you know, as a college football expert as I am. Um, yeah, many people have told me that. Um, I hear rumors that Georgia's going to be better next year. I don't know if that's true. I have a hard time believing that. They're going to lose pieces this year. Um, I think if they get a competent quarterback, maybe. Who knows who's going to start a quarterback for them next year? I don't think it'll be JT Daniels. Yeah, I think offensively they'll be better next year. Defensively, I don't see any way that they're better. Right. 
I mean, what a weekend it was in football. It really was. It was a spectacular weekend. Um, at the end of this episode, at the very end, I'm going to put some uh, coaches stuff. Um, you know what? No, I'm going to put it now. Um, or here in a minute when we're done talking about it. So you'll get to see Nick Saban and Kirby Smart's kind of little press conferences. Not the whole thing, but a little bit of them. And just to see like a little snippet because I think I'm going to throw some other ones in there for the NFL. But, you know, overall, I'm pretty happy with the um, the results of the game. I thought overall, you know, I mean, the games were good. Um, the game was good. You know, like I said, the past couple of years, it hasn't been like that. You know, I think overall, Georgia, you know, defensively is just very good. We all knew it. And, you know, when you took the two weapons away that Alabama relied on so heavily, I think it made the, a good enough, a big enough impact that Georgia and Alabama, you know, Alabama couldn't hold up and do what they needed to do. Um, to win the football game, you know, and I think it put too much pressure on Bryce Young, you know, and the inability of Alabama showing all year that um, they couldn't uh, run the ball efficiently. They only ran it against Cincinnati because they couldn't. Cincinnati doesn't have the dudes to, big enough to stop that. Yeah. I mean, nobody else in the SEC was allowed Alabama to run. I remember LSU, they only had like six rushing yards the whole game, you know, so that's insane. And I don't think they had many against Arkansas either. They Bryce Young put through the ball so frequently. You know, and it shows that what a great coach Nick Saban is to take a team that everybody is panned is bad. Um, not bad by – it's bad by Alabama standards, I reckon. It's still worst bad. Alabama team in recent history. And they still, you know, did what they needed to do. It's like Kirby Smart said in his post-game presser, it was like one of the most, I would say, like impressive coaching jobs in Nick Saban's career because it's easy to win when you have an abundance of talent. It's hard to win when you don't have abundance of talent. Sure. You know, when Nick Saban's still taking his team to the natty. It's still very impressive. So I'm happy for all my Georgia Bulldog fans. I'm happy for um, many of my friends. Diane, um, wherever you are right now, good for you. Um, me and Ryan will now do a celebratory bark for the Georgia Dogs. Ryan, you go first. I'm not doing bark. Ryan has too much go pride. He likes mismatching the blues and the reds over here. He's like a star boost. I'll do a bark for you people out there. I like to keep people entangled, Ryan. Trying to page views. <laughs> There you go, a little bark. There, there you go, dogs. All right, here's your press conferences. Kirby Smart and then Nick Saban. Kirby Smart, Nick Saban. Kirby Smart, Nick Saban. Kirby Smart, Nick Saban. Here you go. Uh, I'd first like to thank our fan base. I, th I think I start every post game with that. But they were just incredible. They came out and uh, represented the university really well. I thought they impacted the game, helped us pass rush with the crowd noise. And then uh, on to the players. You know, this is a really special group. Didn't really start sinking in uh, for me personally until last night, seeing the families of the young men who we spent so much time in their homes, uh, seeing Devontae Wyatt, a kid from Towers in Atlanta. It has come so far and meant so much to this place. And just seeing all those kids, it really hit home uh, and got pretty emotional for me. Um, watching those guys celebrate with their families, which is what it's really all about. And then these two guys, um, pretty special too. Um, so we're, we're honored to be here. Uh, very appreciative of the CFP. Um, the city of Indianapolis has done an incredible job. Uh, I had a brief pit stop in Indy where I stayed about three or four months and got cut. And I don't remember much about the place. but uh, And didn't get to see much of it for the last three or four days other than it's cold. But they've been a great host city. They've done a tremendous job of uh, taking care of our team and a first-class event. Thank you, Coach. We'll open it up to your locker room. I'd like to say something. Can I say something? Absolutely. 
You know, these two guys that are sitting up here, they're not defined by one game. These guys played great for us all year. They're great competitors. They were great leaders on this team. Uh, and they, they contributed tremendously to the success of this team. And we would not be here without them. All right? And both of them take responsibility for the loss. Um, but both of them contributed in a lot of ways, in a positive way, to giving us a chance to win and a chance to be here to have an opportunity to win. So I just want to thank them for that and let everybody know how proud I am of these two guys. Thank you, Coach. Now that you've watched those great press conferences, we're going to move on. Um, we're going to do a bunch of college football stuff. This is just a small show. I wanted to come out right after Natty, so we talked about it. Um, we're going to move over to some slight NFL because it was such a great weekend in football. And we have to talk about just a little bit of NFL action. Um, just a little bit. Not too much, but just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I'm going to talk about two, one game in particular, and then we'll talk about um, some other stuff. We'll have an NFL video coming out on Thursday, 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 Thursday. Look out for that. Um, I'm not sure of the time yet. Let me look real fast. I have it written down what the time the video is going to come out. On Thursday, 1.30, you're going to get the NFL video. Um, all of our videos are also going to be on podcast form. Um, we're not going to put the podcast is going to be the podcast. So it's going to be the TNR sports show that mainly is going to come out on Monday and went Friday. But if you wanted to catch these, if you just like Spotify over and, or just want to listen to it audio wise, instead of watching it on YouTube, you can also do that. So all the videos that we um, have here will also be on those podcasting platforms, but regardless, one thirty on Thursday, you're going to get that. Um, Charges, Raiders. Ryan, I don't think you stayed up for this game, did you? I did not, but I did watch the highlights. I stayed up for the whole thing, and as a Steelers fan, it was one of the worst experiences and slightly one of the best I've ever had. It was an exhilarating ride of torture. Um, I hated every second of it. I wanted to die. I think death would have been preferred. Uh, no, I shouldn't say that. Um, Justin Herbert, um, great quarterback, handsome guy, very handsome, beautiful hair. Nice face. Handsome guy. Um, Justin Herbert's out here throwing the Chargers in the fourth quarter. Um, I don't know what they were doing before. I turned it on in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> we're sitting there, and they get that first down, they get no yards. And they get a second down, they get no yards. They get a third down, they get no yards. They get a fourth down, they get 10 yards in the first down. The Chargers preferred to make it very difficult. And it, it, all Pittsburgh, oh, all the Raiders needed <laughs> was to stop them one time. They needed to stop them one time. And, you know, they couldn't do it. They really couldn't. Um, I think overall that game, um, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, I hate you, former Clemson guy. You know, what a scumbag you are. Why couldn't you just drop a couple passes, make my life a little easier? I could have went to bed. Still, I couldn't go to bed at like 2, two o'clock because I had so much energy cheering for at the top of my lungs why my voice is hoarse. Um at 12.30 at night, that the Chargers were going to lose, you know. You know, in that game, when it ended overtime, you know, Oakland kicked the field goal, and then the Chargers kicked the field goal. You just had us feeling like, oh, my God, Big Ben is done. The Steelers' ride is over. This is devastating. It's beyond devastating. It's catastrophic. It was just a catastrophic moment. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, this sucks so bad. And, you know, and then the strangest thing happens. The Raiders have the ball. It's third down, 38 seconds left on the clock. And they're letting the clock tick down, tick, tick, tick. Well, that's when the coach took timeout. Brendan Staley for the Chargers, head coach, takes a timeout. 
bang, with 38 seconds left on the clock. The Raiders, and I'll post the thing after this, just so you can see what I'm talking about, Derek Carr, having in the interview. The Raiders were going to let the clock run out. But I also fully believe, honest to God, that the Raiders were going to kick a field goal regardless if they got the first down. They're going to try to win the game. Yeah. But in the light of that, that third down sealed it for the Raiders. Derek Carr says in the interview, and like I said, after we're done with this segment, you'll see it. He says in the interview, it changed the mentality of the Raiders. They were going to make it. If the, the theory was right, the theory, the, the, the running thing was <clears throat> if both teams tied, they both go to the playoffs. Both then, boom, you're both in. In the light of that, the Raiders had the ball and were running it. They weren't passing at all. Then why would they? Um, you're safe. Your running back's not going to fumble Josh Jacobs, who I believe is a, um ex and a ex Alabama guy. Yep, from Alabama. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, the Brendan Staley takes a timeout with 38 seconds left. The Raiders. You know, they do their thing in timeout. The Raiders hand the ball off to Josh Jacobs. He gets a first down. The Chargers, I mean, the Raiders take the clock to like two seconds, take a timeout, and then they kick the field goal to win the football game. And that moment, the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to the playoffs and the Chargers were going home. And now there's two lines of thought here. And let me know, Ryan, if you agree with either of them. So the first line of thought is the Raiders weren't going to do anything, all right? And they were going to kick the field goal regardless. So a lot of people think they were just going to let the clock run out and just bada bing, bada boom, what is what it is. And so I think they're going to kick the field goal regardless of where they're at. If, they're in, if it's a 55-yarder or in, they would have kicked the field goal. Um, whether that's true or not, you know, it, it's just hard to say because the guy took a timeout. The other line of thinking is the Raiders knew, or whoever knew, that they would have to go play the Kansas City Chiefs if they tied. If the Chargers won, they would have played the Bengals. And the Raiders would have played the Chiefs. Now, if you're a Raiders guy, you're sitting there, you're Mark Davis in your suite watching the game. Would you rather go to Kansas City to play Patty Mahomes and his brother? Or would you rather go to a Cincinnati team that has literally no playoff experience at all? Now, you don't either. The Raiders have hardly none either. But still, in the same light, there are a lot of veterans on that team. There are a lot of older people. When yeah. some of your main guys for Cincinnati have been in the NFL one, two years. I mean, what do you think? It'd be, I mean, it's a no-brainer to me. You you go to Cincinnati. I'd rather Pittsburgh go to Cincinnati, even though they whooped us twice. Yeah. The Chiefs whooped us, too. It is what it is. I, I think that – I guess kind of with you, I, I, would, I would assume they would at least try to take a field goal. It would have been a long field goal, but – the guys never missed in that area, in that dome. That it's kicker true. they have. You probably have a lot of confidence in your kicker. I would have assumed they would try to take the kick. Because, I mean, no one plays for a tie, especially yeah. in the NFL. You're not and the Raiders. Like, yeah, and the Raiders play. post, you know, how Al Davis, you know, old, old owner of the Raiders, used to say, just win, baby. The Raiders posted a thing that says, it's not just tie, baby, it's just win, baby. Don't yeah. So, I mean, I think they would have. But if the field goal missed, they would have been like, whatever. You know what I mean? They still would have gone to the playoffs. Exactly. They had, they had everything in their hands. They had all the cards. I think they probably would have tried to take it. But obviously, with the timeout, you get a play, and you get a better field goal, and you win the game. So, Yeah, and you go to a better place. Uh, I, don't better say, place. I still think they'll lose. 
If they would have lost, I think the Raiders are going to lose whether they win to Kansas City or Cincinnati. But at least in Cincinnati, you have a chance, you know, an opportunity yeah. to fight. Now, I don't know. The Chiefs have blown them out, I believe, twice this year. It wasn't competitive. No. So if you're a Raiders guy, you're sitting there like, oh, my God, I would rather go play Cincinnati than um, the Chiefs. And it's true. Yeah. It's a little bit of an easier game. They're Both, both those teams are hot, but. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, there's your charge of Chiefs. Let's listen to Derek Carr say that statement just so I can get chills up my spine one more time when I'm editing this. Congratulations. This game had everything. How would you describe the emotions it brought out of you from beginning to end? Oh, I I tried my best even from pregame and coming out the tunnel to stay as low low key as I could, but it was hard to do with this atmosphere. I think Vegas showed up in a real way and helped us pull this one out. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable that final drive when the Chargers tied it up. You know you're heading into overtime. How does your mindset change at that moment? I had a big mindset change. Uh, you know, we were up 15 there for a little while in the fourth, and uh, stuff happens. We played complimentary football. We got the ball back. We were able to go down and win it a couple of times, and our defense uh, did a great job all game. And uh, hats off to the Chargers. They're one of the best defenses I play every year. And uh, the talent they got over there, they're unbelievable. You guys are still tied. You're driving. This thing could have ended in a tie. Chargers call a timeout. How did that shift the strategy? Yeah, it definitely did, obviously. Uh, but we, we we knew no matter what, we didn't want to tie. We wanted to win the football game. Obviously, if you tie, you're in, and all, I think all those things. All right, we're going to wrap this sucker up. You know, we were going to do a Steelers playoff discussion, Titan. We're going to save that for Thursday's video. Thursday at 1.30, NFL. You know, you don't want to get things too good. I feel like I covered the two big football games from the past yeah. weekend. I'm a Steelers fan. Ryan's a Titans fan. Obviously, my dumb hat he's wearing. Looks like it's from 40 years ago. It's um, an yeah, I can tell. I need might need to one. buy a new, yeah, Amazon, a new uh, Titans hat. But, um, yeah. you know, we'll talk about all that stuff. I just kind of want to talk about real fast kind of what we're going to be doing here in the future. Um, we're going to, we've got a schedule from here on out um, that's going to be out. That's, they're going to be concrete. This is going to be concrete with these videos. And what I'm just going to discuss what we're doing just real fast, kind of a state of the union. Welcome to my state of the union. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. All right. I've got the schedule pulled up. Let me, I worked on it very hardly today. I've ever, hardly. I worked on it very hard today. All right. So the, this week is an anomaly because of the fact that, you know, you've got your, um, whatchamacallit's. Um, your college football championship. I talked about it last week. Um, this week, just to round out the schedule, from here on out, there's going to be no video on Wednesday. Like I said, this is an anomaly. Um, Thursday videos and Tuesday videos are always going to come out at 1.30. 1.30 on YouTube. Every 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 um, episode is always released at 5 a.m. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, 5 a.m., 5 a.m., 5 a.m., on Spotify, podcasts, Apple, whatever you get it, um, 5 a.m. But if you want to wait for the YouTube version and watch my face, which you can also watch on Spotify, um, but if you want to wait for the YouTube version, that's going to come out at 1.30, always on Tuesday and Thursday, 1.30. On Friday, the videos are going to be released at 6.30 in the uh, 5, I don't know why I wrote that, 5 a.m., God, on, <laughs> I don't even know my own schedule, um, 5 a.m. on Friday and Monday, Spotify, like I just said, and 1.30, 1.30 on YouTube. On Mondays, it's going to be at 3.30, but on um, Friday, it's going to be at 1.30. So you're going to have that. You're going to have the normal TNR sports show. 
um, I'm coming out. So the vision I have for this TNR sports show heading out of football season, we're exiting. It's going to be this. So you're going to get college basketball coverage because we're going back to college basketball. It was our bread and butter. Uh, we hardly knew jack crap about it. We're going to do much better with knowing about it this time. Um, you're going to know, you're going to hear the college basketball stuff. And then on the flip side of that, you're going to have the, um, we're going to do, in a, I mean, college football stuff at the end episode. So your beginning of the episode is going to be basketball previews, recaps, yada, yada, yada. And it's going to be centralized around our favorite teams and any matchups I think are notably worth or mentioned. It's not going to be kind of like last year where we go through every college basketball game. I'm not doing that. Um, it's just, it's too much. Um, I feel like the information gets spread out. So you're going to get a lot of Oklahoma, South Carolina, um, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Clemson, and Arkansas. And those are going to be your big four. And we're going to be posting about those guys on Instagram. You're going to hear about them on Twitter. You're going to see TikToks. You're going to see the whole thing. So if you like all that, follow that. Um, you know, South Carolina played the night, lost a tenor, I believe. Um, you know the final score, Ryan, if you can get that for me. For uh, Tennessee and um, yes, uh, yeah, 66-46, Tennessee won. Oh, my God. It was what? 66 to 46. Oh my God, South Carolina is terrible. Uh, you know, it isn't a TNR sports show if Trenton doesn't take a dig. If I don't take a dig at South Carolina, it's not even any fun if I don't just get this share and take a random shot. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they had the same record, fun fact. I didn't know that. Not anymore. I was watching a bit of it before we came on and um, before I uh, uh, got in the shower. And um, they had the same record. I was like, oh my God, look at that. I guess the 10 competition probably hasn't been the same either. Um, but um, I think Tennessee's good. So, like, to give you an idea, we're not going to cover Tennessee at all, hardly ever. But on Friday, you're going to hear us talk about the game tomorrow, Tennessee versus Kentucky, because it's a big game. It's a big game in the SEC. It's a big game. So those kind of things you're going to hear. And you're going to have on next week, you're going to have an NFL video on Tuesday, recapping the playoffs. Um, on Wednesday, on Thursday, you're going to have a preview of the upcoming playoffs, and then you're going to have the normal TNR Sports Show. And the TNR Sports Show is going to collect basketball. And at the end of it, at the end of the episode, usually about the 30 or 40-minute mark, you're going to hear us talk about college football. We're going to recap what we think. And every week it's going to be different. So this week is grades. We're going to grade a certain number of teams, like A-plus for Alabama, B-A-plus for Jewel, A-plus, you know, B-fine, whatever. And then next week we're going to do an Oklahoma recap. And the next week we might do an Arkansas recap. And the next week we might do a Clemson recap. And we might talk about transfers and bah, 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 bah. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the state of the union. That's how we're going to be doing moving forward. Once the NFL season ends, we'll get there when we get there. I don't know. Um, but I ain't worried about that at this point. But that's kind of your state of the union recap. Oh, my God. Am I recording? I am. Um, worried about that for a second, Ryan. I, will be uh, I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, um, but that's kind of the state of the union. I'm, uh, we're appreciative of everybody who likes and subscribes, watches, you know, we're going to be sharing this, watch the video. We're going to be putting effort into it. Not what we always have, but we're going to be putting a lot of effort into this, working hard, you know, making sure it's good and that's good content, good information. That's what I think it's a big thing for um, TNR in the 2022 realm is information that's good and quality. I just don't want to come on here and be like, South Carolina basketball lost to Tennessee tonight. I couldn't name one damn player on the uh, freaking team. <laughs> You know, right. that's worthless. You know, you're like, who scored the most points for Tennessee? Who scored the most points for New You know, I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, that's what kind of the switch is here. We're going to have all that good information for you. 
So moving forward, that's kind of what we're looking at. Ryan, do you have any thoughts on this new TNR path for 2020? And we're going to have a special episode for um, our one-year anniversary too, Ryan, by the way. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, a lot of good things coming. And, um, you know, I hope everyone enjoys it. And, you know, let us know. And, you know, yeah. we, uh, look forward to keep doing this. Yeah, let us know on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, TNR Hog, Ryan Gunn, uh, 27. Oh, I didn't know. Look at that. Um, follow us on Instagram, TNR Sports. Follow us, follow, you know, follow us on there. So you just updated, follow, 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 like, 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 you know, the whole thing. You know, we produce quality content, good football, thinking weather stuff, you know, make you think. Well, you know, we're a football podcast, of course. But we're going to be a baseball and college baseball and a college basketball, just like we did before. We're going to work hard and we're going to get her done. We're going to get her done. I'm looking forward to it. Um, be on the lookout for a bunch of college stuff. NFL stuff. Thank you for watching and liking and subscribing and turning on that bell for all notifications to the TNR Sports Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.